Summer, and you're listening to Right Where We Are, a podcast dedicated to creating space for us to be present with ourselves and with God, no matter where we are in life. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been listening for a little while now, I just want to say thank you. I am grateful that you have chosen to spend a few minutes here each week. It truly means so much. Normally, we begin each episode with a time of slowing down and by practicing mindfulness before entering into a scripture reading. But today I wanted to press pause on that and just share a bit more about the backstory behind this podcast. If you've listened to the trailer, you know that my family of four left its church a little over two years ago. My husband and I both grew up in church, and we thought our kids would grow up in church. We have a daughter who just turned 13 and a son who is 10. We've been in what I would call a wilderness season ever since then, trying different churches, yet not quite finding a a new place to call home. I'll share more about this experience in another episode, but I do want to share how, through our time in the wilderness, this podcast came to be. Last December, after having struggled with a fair amount of guilt and shame for not being in church, especially for not having our kids in church, it became very clear to me that we were standing upon holy ground out here in the wilderness, in our house, the four of us together, and that God was indeed present with us right where we were. We do still long to be a part of a community of faith, but for now we're embracing where we are, knowing that as we find our way, we are held by love. One evening back in July, our family was sitting together before bed, and we listened to a special episode of a podcast I have followed for years, The Next Right Thing by Emily P. Freeman. Her podcast is all about decision-making. I highly recommend it. But during the summers, she takes a break from her normal content and records a few episodes where she reads a psalm. I remember last summer listening to her read one, and I would back it up and listen to it over and over again. I wanted the sacred words to sink deeply into me. I wanted more. This summer, I played one of her special psalm episodes for my family before bed, and as soon as the episode finished, I blurted out without hardly knowing what I was saying, someone should make a podcast of scripture being read over music. I really wanted to put the words back in my mouth and pretend I hadn't said them because I almost instantly remembered, apart from a book that I had read last fall by Scott Erickson called Say Yes, which I also highly recommend. In his book, he tells a story about how every time he would visit an art gallery, he couldn't really find what he was looking for. He was left with a longing and and he couldn't find anything that he just, he really liked. Scott is an artist, by the way. One day, he went into a gallery with a friend. He shared his longing, and his friend replied by saying, The problem isn't the art you're looking at. The problem is you're not finding the art you know you want to be making. You should be making what you're trying to find. This whole part came back to me the instant I blurted out that someone should make a podcast of just scripture with music. No commentary or teachings, just an opportunity to listen 
and take in the ancient and sacred words of scripture. I was really taken aback by my outburst and just sat with that wondering, was I that someone? And as I sat, my first response was to naturally think, um, no, that's silly, not me. And I wanted to start making a list of all the reasons why I wasn't the one to do this. Who did I think I was? And uh, someone better could do this, someone more well-known. I don't have credentials. But there was even a stronger, yet quieter, voice inside me that said, why not you? After a year of some really deep inner work, of learning, understanding, and appreciating the unique way in which I am made, I started to see that maybe I could create something that would combine all I have been naturally doing and learning over these last years, and that maybe I could create something that goes with the grain of how I am made. Parker J. Palmer, in his book, Let Your Life Speak, says, The God I know does not ask us to conform to some abstract norm for the ideal self. God asks us only to honor our created nature, which means our limits, as well as our potentials. One dwells with God by being faithful to one's nature. One crosses God by trying to be something one is not. And so I started dreaming. I started brainstorming and researching. My family bought me a podcast mic for my birthday, and I started experimenting with recording and learning how to edit audio, and I found that I was able to create something. Something that wasn't quite what I expected when I first started dreaming, but is something that comes from the fullness of who I am. Something that combines my love for scripture with my love for learning learning about myself and about God, and my love for reflection and mindfulness. I'm not a professional podcaster or psychologist, Bible scholar or theologian. I'm just a person who loves to operate at a slower pace and is deeply committed to walking, albeit imperfectly, in the ways of healing and wholeness while being deeply formed by love. So that's it. That's the story behind Right Where You Are. I want to say again how grateful I am for each and every one of you for sharing this time with me. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. What are you enjoying or what could make it more meaningful for you? Is there a particular passage of scripture that you'd love to have read? Let me know and you might find it in an upcoming episode. You can connect with me on Instagram at Right Where We Are Podcast or email me at Right Where We Are Podcast at gmail.com. Also, I just wanted to let you know that next week we'll be starting a new creation series where over the next few weeks we'll slowly read through and sit with Genesis 1 and 2. These are beautiful passages, and I look forward to spending some time with you there. Today, I'll leave you with a blessing by Irish teacher and poet John O'Donohue from his book, To Bless the Space Between Us. For a new beginning. In out-of-the-way places of the heart, 
where your thoughts never think to wander. This beginning has been quietly forming, waiting until you are ready to emerge. For a long time it has watched your desire, feeling the emptiness growing inside you, noticing how you willed yourself on, still unable to leave what you had outgrown. It watched you play with the seduction of safety and the gray promises that sameness whispered, heard the waves of turmoil rise and relent, wondered would you always live like this? Then the delight, when your courage kindled and out you stepped onto new ground, your eyes young again with energy and dream, a path of plentitude opening before you. Though your destination is not yet clear, you can trust the promise of this opening. Unfurl yourself into the grace of beginning that is at one with your life's desire. Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease and risk. Soon you will be home in a new rhythm, for your soul senses the world that awaits you.